I, I felt like we were checking off those boxes, and he was like, no, I still got 20 more. Mm. See, you left me at five. Yeah. I got 20 more, yeah. and if you're going to be with me, we have to ride, we have to do this together. I love like it. it's all, it was always him doing this. And I'm like, well, I'm going to work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? Then yeah. we start having, we had another child mm-hmm. and you know, that, you know, mentally, ment- the mental strain with that. And I'm like, I gotta be a house mom. Like mm. what that look like? I don't know. It's the fifth deadline was the first. Oh, this ghetto. another episode of the ghetto ceo podcast and i'm super excited that you are here because listen being a ceo is giving very much ghetto and on this podcast we talk about all the behind the scenes of being a ceo the things that people really don't like to talk about you know and so we keep it 100 percent real but let me tell y'all we have an amazing guest today we have listen you have seen her family all over the social media streets herself is him 500 and her 500 have been taking over these streets and so i want you to find out all the behind the scenes of their business but also the woman i always say behind a strong man is an even stronger woman okay so today on this episode we got my girl turquoise barney her 500 welcome to the podcast how are you doing <laughs> good how are you listen are you excited to be on this podcast today? i am i am yes this is I, i've watched your podcast and i'm like oh she be doing her thing that, that little ghetto genre i like yes, it yes <laughs> listen we are trying to give them the real right it's right. not cute behind the scenes oh no not at all they don't At understand. Yes. They don't understand. So tell them who you are, and then we're going to dive into this ghetto CEO world. Right. So I am Turquoise, her 500 on Instagram. Um, I am the co-owner of EYLU, powered by Recession Proof. We have the number one um, financial literacy platform. Yes. Um, we own and operate several different businesses. And yeah, I'm just here to tell you how ghetto that is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So girl, you don't even do podcasts. And no. interviews and all Mm-mm. of this. So, what made you want to come one on the Ghetto CEO show? But are you like stepping out, building your own brand? Because we, you know, we love a woman behind the scenes. Oh, absolutely. We love it when you get it yeah. in the front, too, girl. <laughs> you know, for a long time, when me and my husband were building this business together, it was like um, we had to realize our strong points. Mm-hmm. And me, because I'm so blunt and transparent yeah. and not media trained at all, <laughs> I'm like, check this out. I can't. Leave it up to me. We wouldn't have a community. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with her? Yeah. But, you know, in all honesty, speaking was his niche. Like, mm. he's a great speaker. I'm still a fan of my husband. Like, mm. I love listening to him speak. I'm not that great of a speaker, but I can speak, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. So, in any case, I'm like, you know what? That's you. You yeah. can do that. You can market. You can advertise. You can talk to the people. People just like a, a preacher at church. You can yeah. build a congregation. Yeah. My congregation would be a five people and be like, oh, I like her. Like, she just gives me the real. Yes. You know what I mean? And not to say he's not 
organically or authentically him. It's just we have two, mm -hmm. you know, two different ways that we approach people, business, yeah. life, and things like that. So I play, I pay, I play the background to where you know what I make sure our business are, are running and operating right, yes. doing the research, finances, yes. make sure the bills got paid, yeah, um, <laughs> everything. You know what I mean? So and it's worked out for us that way. Yeah. To where it's like now everything is like on autopilot. It's to like oh, okay, well I can get outside. Yeah. I can talk to the people. I can build a community within our community for the women. You know, mm -hmm. now um, we have our, our first launch May 21st, yes. uh, Women of Recession Proof. Okay. So that's going to be our first, and we're calling it a social because it's going to basically be like our first gathering. Okay. And it's not business driven, money driven. Mm -hmm. It's mental health, yes. mental wellness, you know, just women support a lot of things to me that I don't see, mm -hmm. or I don't know, not to say they're not out there, but right. just, I don't see. And that's the community that I wanted to build with mothers, single women, yeah. wives in waiting, things like that, because right. a lot of that it's not talked about like this new no. soft life you know, thing. And I'm like, you got to work for that soft life, sis. <laughs> no, okay? And I okay. mean, work. You yes, know what I'm saying? Yes. So in any case, it's not building my own brand, but it's building a brand inside of what we already have mm -hmm. that are just for the women. Yes. And I love that. Like, I, and like you said, a lot of people really don't talk about the mental wellness right. and the mental health, even as being a CEO. Yes. Like yes. this is, I, I always say it's the craziest thing that I ever decided to do. What? Like why? Right. You need <laughs> both, right? So, and even just to give you like a quick background mm -hmm. story about that, I was so, I, and I say this in a joking manner, but I'm like, you know what? I hate entrepreneurship, right? Like, yes. they're like, what you mean you're an entrepreneur? And I'm like, okay, let's take a step back yeah. because you think in surface level, yeah. right? So let's take it a step back. When I first met my husband, he was full on gung-ho entrepreneur. Okay. So and he I, was always what? giving, um, it, Listen, okay. when we first got together, he was like, I'm never getting a job. Mm. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm a college graduate. Okay. You know, I got my dream job at Kaiser. Okay. Like, you know, that was the first job when I got here yeah. after college. So yeah. I'm like, I'm double major. What you talking about? Like, where's our benefits going to come from? Like everything yeah. that a corporation offers you. And he was like, we'll figure it out. So that's his thing. Like, mm -hmm. we'll figure it out. My thing is, if it doesn't make sense on paper, mm. I'm, I'm reluctant to do it. You right. know what I mean? Like what drives and motivates me is security. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I need a security blanket. Okay. This is what I get. I work this many hours. Okay. I get this pay. Yes. Oh, I'm gonna get this check. This oh, right. there goes my benefits. There goes for my kids and all this other stuff right. to whereas once he introduced me to this world, he was like, you smart, you figure it out. Go research, go do this, go do yeah. that. And I'm like, don't put me up to the test. <laughs> now now right? you ready. Now you got me poking my chest out. <laughs> yeah. So it's like everything I learned from working in corporate America, mm -hmm. I just took and put it into our business, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, we can get self-funded health insurance. We can get an entrepreneur 401k. Like I'm just looking at all yeah. those things, investments and things like that. But, you know, <laughs> if we don't work, we don't eat. That's the Come difference. On. You know what yeah. I mean? And a lot of times we hit those roadblocks where we did have to depend on credit and things like that. Yeah. But we were learning and right. we were learning together. So I'm like. Oh, okay. Well, this right. can work. So, so even on the last podcast I did, I lied to my husband about quitting my job. Mm, yeah. About oh, listen, <laughs> cause he kept saying either if you're not all in uh -huh. our company, a fail, like it'll die. Mm -hmm. You can't be one foot in and one foot out. Ooh, that's good. Though. What? So I'm like, 
you know, he's very logical. I was like, you, 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 you fuck, excuse me. You, you mess you with my brain. Girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> Say something like, CEO okay. Cause look, my mouth, sometimes I'm working on me. <laughs> I'm working on me. Yes. And I was like, man, fuck that. You yeah. know, I can have a job and do this, but you know, for a while, I kind of understood what he was saying because yeah. a lot of times I couldn't be there for what he asked me for because I'm like, damn, I put myself on the schedule because I, I did go to PRN. Okay. So instead of full time, I went to PRN. So it's on call as needed. OK. Right. So it kind of I kind of drifted my way into this, but not fully. OK. And then in my head, I'm like, I have to be 100 percent financially dependent on this you know what mm. i mean like which is just ghetto for me because i'm an only child so it's like look too, and i was raised by my father mm -hmm. so in any case he was like look you go to work you make some money you make sure you financially secure you make you okay yeah. even in a relationship yeah because what could happen people are people people yes. are human right yes. so but in any case he was married for 11 years and i'm like but it didn't work for you yeah. so i can't really listen to you yes. because it didn't work for you right. so i gotta i gotta talk to somebody who it's worked for mm -hmm. so so in any case, just mentally transitioning through the process of leaving corporate America onto entrepreneurship, it took me a while. Mm. So I didn't fully quit my job until 2019. Wow. Yeah, 2019. So how so. was you hiding this from your well, husband? Because he wasn't like... Where well, it was going? on call as is, right? <laughs> okay, okay. So it was like I would put my, myself on a schedule randomly, yes. but I didn't want to lose that security blanket. Yes. So that some of the times I'd be like, you know what, I'm going to my dad's. <laughs> Right. He like, okay. And I had my work clothes in there because it was only like four or six hours. Yes. It wasn't anything that was too demanding. Yes. I just didn't want to lose that security, that, that security blanket. Funny. Because if anything happened, I'm like, oh, I still got a job. Y'all can put me on the schedule. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, y'all can put me on the schedule. Like, I'm good. But yes. in any case, so it wasn't anything to make him like, you know, where's she going? Or what's yeah, she yeah. doing? It's like, okay, I go to work. I come home, got my stuff in the trunk. And we've talked about this before. Yeah. Okay, got but my stuff in the trunk. what do you say afterwards? Was he like, you know, something was. <laughs> no, 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 none of that. Uh, so one day I sent him the email that I sent my mm -hmm. boss and saying, you know, I'm putting in my two week notice okay. as a blah, 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 blah. But I wasn't on schedule for the next two weeks anyways. Mm -hmm. So I was gone. Yeah. So he was like, you just quitting now? <laughs> and I said, yeah. He was like, I thought you already quit. Right. And I'm like, I love it. I, love I was it. like, well, you know, I just went PR in, yeah. you know, I had to clean it up a little bit, but he understood because yeah. I made him understand why, like he understands me. Like yeah. he can, we I can sit it. there and have those honest conversations mm -hmm. with each other. And it took us a while to build up to that. It just didn't happen overnight. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to have those type of uncomfortable conversations, I was like, look, you got to understand who I am mm -hmm. and where I come from. I'm an only child. I've always yes. been financially secure. I've always made my own way. That's why I went to college and felt like I had to do those things right. so I can be okay for me. Right. But now I have a partner and we weren't married then we right. didn't get married to new year's eve of 2020 2020 2020 yeah ooh, ooh, yeah 2020 right <laughs> it feels like a lifetime so much so point. much ghetto shit be going on yes. girl i gotta think but yeah so i i quit while we were just in a relationship okay and that's another thing because as a woman you know how it is like is this real? Is this for yes, sure? Is this the yes. direction that I'm going in? But I put it all in God's hand. I prayed. I cried. I battled. But I was only battling myself. Mm. I was like, you know what? You got to make. Now you have to make some big girl decisions. I you have to make it. some tough decisions. So, and I'm here now. Yes. <laughs> and we made it through. Right, we made it through. <laughs> by, the, by the good grace of God, I'm here. Yes. And so, and I think that this is a good conversation. Because there's some people out there that's like, girl, I feel the same way. Yeah. Like, I don't want. Because everybody is not. As 
as much as entrepreneurship or their purpose, and maybe it's not entrepreneurship, it may mm-hmm. be their purpose yeah. is pulling on their heartstrings. Right. It's also like their thought process of like the stability. I have kids, yeah. I have this, I have yeah. that. Yeah. And I think sometimes in this entrepreneurial world, you know, people go all in, just jump off the porch. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like that pressure. Yeah. That pressure. And it was it was a lot of pressure on me because we were just growing so yeah. fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like if we in this together, we in this together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if this is the man I'm going to marry, yeah. this is the life I want to have. Because I was just okay with the house we purchased in Snailville. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, we live over here. <laughs> and then it's like, he was like, no, this ain't enough. I'm like, what do you mean? More? We can't live More? here. Right? That's him. It's like, yeah. he was always in a competition with himself to do better. Mm. And I'm like, but this is just enough. Like, yeah. we're okay. Like, yeah. don't 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 fix what ain't broken. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, we good over here. Yeah, that that to me, because when yeah. we first moved here, we got in an apartment. A year later, we purchased our first house. So I'm like that. But that was it for me. Yeah. My dream job, purchase a home, get the decent car, Checking little bit. Checking all the boxes. Those boxes yes. is what fuck us up. Yeah. As Ooh. entrepreneurs, just as humans. Yeah. Those boxes, right? Because, okay, I got this box, but mm-hmm. I, this box ain't been filled. Like, what do I do? Like, yes. it's all entrepreneurship. It's all over the goddamn place. You know what I mean? <laughs> ain't it though? So I'm like. I, I felt like we were checking off those boxes, and he was like, no, I still got 20 more. Mm. See, you left me at five. Yeah. I got 20 more, yeah. and if you're going to be with me, we have to ride, We have to do this together. I love like it. It's all, it was always him doing this, and I'm like, well, I'm going to work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? Then yeah. we start having, we had another child, mm. and, you know, that, you know, mentally, ment- the mental strain with that, and I'm like, I got to be a house mom? Like, mm. what that look like? I don't know. How did that work? Because you transitioned. So you spend a lot of time with your kids, Mm -hmm. but you are also a go-getter. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I want my own. I got to have my own, but they need me. Right, right. So how did you make that transition? How did it feel for you? So at first, I'm not going to lie, it was a real struggle. Mm -hmm. It was a struggle because alongside of being a wife, being a full-time mom because that's that's a job that people don't understand to be a full-time mom and then help run and operate these businesses Mm -hmm. alongside with keeping myself together me because I'm like fuck if I'm not good I'm no good to nobody but I knew that mentally already but a lot of times it was like damn I don't I don't want to get up like I don't want to wait I don't want to take them to school you know what I mean and this is before we start getting money money to have a nanny Mm -hmm. housekeeper well he hired the housekeeper first because he sure wasn't washing no clothes (laughs) and then everything I just felt like at first was just kind of piling up on me you know what I mean so I went to therapy I started talking to a therapist and she was kind of telling me how to maneuver ways but you know them therapists is tricky (laughs) you know with me it's if you don't have the experience you can't tell me what to do so I can't talk to a marriage counselor who's never been married before I can't talk to a family therapist Mm -hmm. who doesn't have a family everything is book content Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and we know how that works in college you know what I mean like those books are old and outdated so the information that I feel a lot of them were giving me was old and outdated Mm -hmm. or it wasn't structured for an entrepreneurial family Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so that that was that but it was tough for me at least like the first two years because alongside of that I felt like I was losing my identity Mm, that's what I was about to say how did you get turquoise back (laughs) turquoise just got back this last year period no no seriously (laughs) (laughs) she just got back this last year because it was once again hard for me to make 
decisions because I didn't know if this was right. Yeah. I didn't know if it was wrong. And then everybody I was talking to, of course, everybody's situations are different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. Is this what my life is supposed to look like? Yeah. Are we going in the right direction? Am I moving my family in the right direction? Yeah. Because they can't move without me. Yeah. My husband is the head of this household, but yeah. best believe I'm that backbone. Yeah. And if my backbone is broken, yes. all this shit fall apart. Yes. So it was like me having to keep up with that. And you, you know, you see my husband everywhere. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker's a machine so I have to run not behind that alongside of that a lot of the times and carry these two little people with me so and our family we got a whole family that depends on us for Mm. everything I'm getting calls for tuition Mm. bills and things like that so I'm like fuck I'm I'm losing me so to get back to that I honestly had to say start saying no Mm. right cut a lot of family members off cut a lot of people off like we got different groups of friends and things like that because they've it just works. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of things before wasn't working for me. So in order for me to get dressed, yeah. I'm, I had to be more intentional with the things that I had to start doing as far as, okay, every third Sunday, go get your nails done. Mm. Go get your nails and toes done. I love getting my makeup done. That's yes. a vice for me. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? I don't want to do it myself. I want to be pampered in that way. Yeah. So it's just mentally just doing things that served me mm. for me. So that's how I got back. And I'm like, oh, okay, I can get outside and start talking and shit. I love it. But I think that that is so important because I think a lot of times as we're entrepreneurs, we're Mm -hmm. running businesses, we're running families, we're being a wife, they want us to throw it back three times a week. (laughs) Say that, okay? But I got a young man, so he younger than me, three years under me. So I'm like, girl, make sure this thing don't run dry, girl. (laughs) It's a whole process. Eat my fruits and shit. Like, I don't want to be smelling down right. here. You know, like, yes, just yes. keeping up with life. Mm-hmm. It's just so. That's why I'm like, ooh, the ghetto CEO. Let me go there and tell about all my old fucked up ass experiences yes. and shit. Like, yes. let me get off my chest a little yes. bit. Yes, So diving into the business side. Like, mm-hmm. when you think about being a CEO as ghetto, mm-hmm. what is the first thing that comes to your mind? The money. Mm. The money. The money. The um, the support. Yeah. Right? The, the build up. You know, at first, we were doing a lot of things wrong. Like like a hood-ass business, yes. right? Like a ghetto-ass <laughs> business. Like paying people with Zelle, yes. Cash App, shit like that. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. Like we didn't have... And I'm like, you know what? One of my best friends, being the HR guy, he's been doing HR since we got out of high school. He went mm-hmm. straight to college at 18. So I'm like, you know what? Um... I told my husband about him. Of course, my husband got to do research. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And I'm like, you know what? He's morally and ethically and anything that we need Mm -hmm. as far as HR and and handling business. That's what he does. So my husband had a a talk with him. He was like, you know what? I like him. We're going to bring him on. And when I say that literally changed the game for us, wow. like it took so much off of our backs because it's us trying to keep up. Yeah. And let's not talk about taxes. You know what I'm saying? Like let's talking about not. some ghetto what? shit. Y'all want to say, fuck the IRS. Right. But you know what? I can't. Yes. You know what I mean? No, you can't. We, I know. I can't. I love y'all. Yes. Hold it down. But, <laughs> y'all my people. Y'all my people for sure. Y'all going to hear this. Y'all my people yes. for sure. But you know, things like that. And it's like, when we were able to start building a corporate infrastructure mm. for our business, yeah. 
That's it. But when everybody says, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur and shit like that, I'm like, why? Like, do you know why you <laughs> yeah, want to do this? But yeah. the benefits it serves is so great. I know Absolutely. the life we live, the quality of life that yeah. we have, what we're able to provide our family and our children, it's unmatched. Yeah. But they just get to reap the benefits. They don't got to do none of the work. No. It's or really go through the hard stuff. Go through the hard stuff. And legit, it's more harder for me than my husband yeah. because he's out there in the field. Yeah. I ain't in a field like him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, hey, <laughs> call me if you need <laughs> Right. You can't get a hold of him. I'll be right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I think about being a ghetto CEO, it's just when uh, we started these businesses. Mm -hmm. And like even our aviation company, it's like, the fuck we get in this for? Yeah. Like, we know nothing about jets, yeah, right? Like, nothing but we learn. And a lot of things... You know, we took a hit for because we didn't have proper mentorship oh, and guidance and things like that. It wasn't big mm -hmm. back then. There was like a Tony Robbins or somebody, some people we not looking to follow that yeah. don't look like us, right? right? So or it's not like, looking to talk to us, right? So the things that we were teaching and doing, it was everything from our experience. Mm -hmm. But once it got out of our control and out of our hands, it's like okay, now we need to bring on experts to yeah. teach our group. Once our group just start, I mean, growing and growing. So if I can say anything about. The ghetto experience we had, it was legitly like paying. Like, I th I knew it was ghetto. I knew mm -hmm. it was fucked up. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I was like, well, how are we supposed to keep track of this? Yeah. And I don't even think Cash App had a business Cash App at the time. No. No, I, yeah, I don't think they had a business Cash App. Zelle, people ain't setting up proper Zelle accounts. Yes, I'm like, okay, is yes. this a business or is it? Per even that, like, it, it was just a mess. So yeah. we had to do a lot of cleanup work. Like, yeah, so that would you account that to like one of the biggest mistakes that you've made in business, or do y'all think do you, do you have another mistake that you feel like okay, that was a mistake, but we got through? I it. would say that that was the biggest financial mistake, okay, because the cleanup work that we had to do and how much it cost us yeah. to clean up our books for that year. Ooh. Well, those two years, Ooh. you know what I yeah. mean? Like, that was, that was the hardest, is like because we have to find stuff mm -hmm. now, we got to get people to. Was this a business or was this a personal? And then a lot of things like we couldn't even account for as expenses mm -hmm. because we were paying people wrong, yeah. right? So it was like we were just giving people money. Right. You know what I mean? So they we didn't have a W-9 back then. Yes. Like We didn't have none of that. So yes. it's like, and nobody was there to teach us or there was nobody, that, there was right. nobody around us we could ask. Right. Like nobody. So if I say, and I wouldn't even call it a mistake. We just didn't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we thought, and then the money start coming in so fast. And this was like 2018, 19. Mm -hmm. So we like, shit, you know, okay, we got to pay him for this. Oh, we cut, well me, right. you know, pay him Turk, pay him. And I'm like, <laughs> what are we paying what him for? <laughs> Who is this? Yeah. He did the content. Yeah. He did the video. He did this. He did that. Yeah. Oh, we got to pay them for graphics. And I'm like, hold up. Like, mm. so even that another big mistake too, was not building a team initially. Mm. You know what I it mean? It was like, like the one offs here. Dear. Whoever was willing to do the job. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it was. It was whoever. And then a lot of times they didn't even do the job mm. or they didn't do it to our standards right. or what we're looking for. Like, them over promising things and under delivering. Right. You know that. And we didn't know any better. We were still growing and building. So I think those were the two things, not, not building the right team. And then that 
big financial, you know, mistake of cleaning up our books and shit. Listen, I think those are like the two hardest categories yes. as an entrepreneur because nobody, I mean, people tell you to build teams. They're like, you need a team, you need a team, right. but how do you build a profitable team? Right. So you're that. not just like paying people. Right, for nothing. For nothing. For nothing, yeah. It's a, it's a really a process. And then the finance, financial part of like, what do I do? Like, yeah. how do I spend this money? Uh -huh. What's a budget? What, yes. How do I set this up? Because Is a lot there of even a not, budget? Yeah. Like, what does a budget look like? What does that look like? Right, like, right. I don't know because I realistically don't know what we need or what we're spending. Mm -hmm. We're just giving it all away. Yep. You know what I mean? But these are services that are needed. But yeah. we weren't scouting the right people, seeing who's paying what, what's paying who. Like, yes. we we was all over the place. Yes. You know what I mean? Because everything was just happening so fast. But we got it together. Yes. <laughs> and, that's, and, and, and that's the good part, right? Yeah. Like, okay, we, we made it through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, is there any current struggles that you feel like, okay, because I always say new levels, new devils. Yeah. Um, any current things that you like, okay, this is something I'm trying to work through. Trying to work through in business. Or personal, business personal. Just this new height and this new life, right? Mm. And I say it's new because I don't feel like I'm new to money because I don't come from like a struggling household. Okay. But this type of money, okay. right? To where are we doing the right thing? Mm. Do we have the right people around yeah. us? And honestly, what do we do with this money? Because we don't have all the answers. Yeah. What are the right investments? That that's where we at right now. Mm -hmm. It's are we investing in the right things for our generational wealth? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can talk about it. We can initiate it. But three to five years, 10 years from now, right. ideally, what does that look like? Right. So people can tell you all day, and I'm so sick of this word, generational wealth. Right. right? What does that actually <laughs> mean? mean? What does that actually yeah. entail to you? Because everybody defines it in a different form or fashion, mm -hmm. right? So when you say, like, you know, new level, new devils, it's that's it. It's like, what ideally do with the money, and is it right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, a struggle we have because, trust me, we done invested in crypto, Forex, you yeah. name it. We've been there, been part of a damn Ponzi scheme. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, we have all been there, and it's yeah. like, I guess you got to take some big losses to, to make some big wins or to get some big wins. No, like, that's, that's how we see it. We like, yeah. fuck, if we did it once, we could do it again. Fake. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's so that's where we at right now is just making sure we make the right decisions financially. And like mm -hmm. you said, every year is something different because every year we grow, every year we somewhere Evolving, different, yeah. every year we buying a, a different property. Mm -hmm. And oh, another thing I want to say is that when it comes to finances, overhead. Mm. Like I have a fear of high overhead. That's just me. Yeah. So when we start buying these houses and cars and stuff, I'm like, check this out. If we can't buy this outright, I don't want it mm. because I don't want you to have a McLaren over here with a $3,500 car note. Yeah. And a couple of the months, sometimes we don't eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody eats before us. So a lot of times business isn't. Well, <laughs> listen, payroll is a bitch. <laughs> like y'all got to get it. Two weeks again, like, right? And we pay fast. we pay everybody every first and fifteenth. Yeah, goes out like clockwork, right? Yes. And a lot of times we didn't see a profit, mm -hmm. and because we didn't see a profit. I, I don't think it bothered me so much because I'm like, everything is paid for. Yeah. Like, we don't owe anybody anything, anything. Yeah. that can make me be like, damn, we got to pay this shit again. Or, mm -hmm. you know, we got to hustle up some money or something like that. Like, that's to me, that's one of the smartest things I feel like we've did. And a lot of people will probably disagree. But mm -hmm. I just feel like we bought our cars outright. Yeah. We buy things outright. You know what I mean? And that's because to me, it's a protecting 
mechanism for right. me. It's like, no, I don't want high overhead. Yeah. You can't take our cars. You can't take our house. You can't take nothing from us. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? We in here. Right. <laughs> and even thinking about the season of entrepreneurship, yes. it's highs, lows, ups, All the downs. Time. You could be last year, you could have did 20 million. This year, it could be 500,000. Like, it could just be... You don't know what the world is going right. What's going to happen? Like right now, everybody in a recession. I said, look, yes. <laughs> it's low right now. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, but but you have to prepare to pivot. Yes. So that's another thing I did learn too is about pivoting our business, knowing when to hold the money, knowing when to spend the money because a lot of people don't know. Yeah, yeah it's cool to shop and splurge, and everybody wants to have fun, but realistically, do you have three to six months? Saved up for your business because yeah. a lot of times we don't eat. It's been months yeah. where we didn't eat, but everybody else is enjoying the fruits of our Would labor. Never know. <laughs> never you know, know, you get to pay your mortgage yeah. on us. You get yes. to pay your car note on yes. us. But thank God we don't have those issues. Yes. But yeah, it's hood out here. Yes, <laughs> and it's like, and I think that that's the one thing that I always tell entrepreneurs, especially when you get in this, right? Yeah. Like. There's some months that you don't pay yourself. Yep. And sometimes you be so bad because you be like, y'all don't y'all just walking around here, the team walking around with attitude. Excited. Then you then <laughs> oh, you yeah. mad you not doing your work yeah. and I done sacrificed to right. you know what I'm saying? But it's like things that you just take on. Yeah. As an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like you these are just things that you have to deal with. And that you have to deal with. And a lot of people getting into this, they don't understand it because they think of everything surface level. Yes. Like you know us, we do a lot of well, my husband more than me do, does a lot of like lifestyle marketing mm -hmm. but again he tells you the back end of this lifestyle what it took to even achieve yeah, this yeah. and get this like it's not show off it's not bragging it's not none of that I'm here to tell you it's achievable yeah. because him shit he grew up in the slums like yeah. a nothing you know what I mean so he like look this is what I had to do to get here mm -hmm. this is what it took to get here mm -hmm. and it's like if you want it, you got to understand you really have to work for it. Like, yes. that's not cliche or nothing like right. that. Like, you really got to work for this shit. No and fix. if you don't work for it, you won't see the fruits of nothing. So, you a three-year entrepreneur and you ain't made nothing, motherfucker, that's normal. Right. That's normal. <laughs> okay. that, that's what I be telling people. Like, I ain't made nothing in business. Like, I literally had a family member in trucking. And, you know, when the gas start going up and everything else, like... I felt like she was like, you know what? Uh -uh, I don't want to do this no more. I thought I would be making money. I'm like, damn, motherfucker, you only been in it six months. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. understand, we didn't get a real first break until after the first year. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, you got to understand, it takes time. Like, we didn't hit our first million till the second year, 2018 in business, 2009, mm -hmm. beginning of 2019. Yeah. But that was a stretch, and it was, and that wasn't all profit. Right. So when we say, yeah, I'm a millionaire. <laughs> Right, you know what I mean? Let's After all these expenses right. and shit like that, like, you're a thousandaire, buddy. Right. <laughs> Sometimes a hundredaire. Sometimes yeah. a hundredaire, but be grateful, because right. on paper it look good. Yes, yes, I can say it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I, I love it, and I think that this is the reason why we have these real conversations, right. because people don't understand behind the scenes is so much yes. that goes on. It's so talking, switching gears a little bit, talking about your daughters, mm -hmm. right? So how have you been able to balance like all of these things there, right look there's no balance period it's priority yeah they hold priority over anything else oh. and i set it up in a way that was comfortable and and trust me this was just all within the last year mm -hmm. because the last couple of years before that i feel like i was a chicken just running around in a yes. coop with my head cut off yes. because every day it's not, even in entrepreneurship it's always something different there's yeah. no schedule there's none of that you know what i mean like right. I'm here this week. I'll be on a flight next week yes, going yes. somewhere, doing something, having something. So, but with my children, it's like, 
my my priority for them was them being comfortable, mm. right? And just being present yeah. as a mom. And I feel like one of the great things that entrepreneurship did do for me was mm. allow me to be present as a mother. Mm. Instead of just because I hear a lot of moms saying what they lack, they got to go to work, yeah. got to get the kids dressed, got to yeah. get them off to school. And honestly, you know, for people who work, it's really the system who's raising your children hey. because you take them to school, take them to after school, and then hopefully right. they got an after school activity right. on top of that, extracurricular right. activity. Yeah. So my kids go to Kumon, they go to ballet, they go yes. to piano. Like, I try to keep them busy, but I'm there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that me and my husband don't get to trade off that he does feel bad for, mm -hmm. like I said, because he's out in the field all the time. Yeah. But but they have a parent that's present. Right. You know what I mean? They have somebody, I show up, and I'm there. Yes. And I... I get so much out of that because they get to see mommy. Mm -hmm. See, I didn't get to see my dad a lot. My dad worked all the time yeah. and my dad worked nights. You yeah, know what okay, I mean? Okay. So it was just us. Right. So a lot of the times I, I realistically did raise myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He was the financial support and made sure my grades was good and everything else. But yeah. I had to get up and get dressed by myself every day. Yeah. I had to make sure I made it to school on time. Cause he worked nights mm -hmm. and he worked an hour and a half away from where we lived at oh, in wow. California. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In Stockton. So it's like, okay, a lot of this I had to do for myself. My children won't ever experience that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they get up every day. Who's for, whose face do you see in the morning? Mommy's yep. yes. who made you breakfast, who took you to school, who picked you up, mm -hmm. things like that. Like, um, it's allowed me to be so present for them is that yeah. that's what that's fulfilling for me. I love that. And I think, and I always tell people, whatever you go through in your childhood, it's either you're going to have an adverse yep. re a reaction to it. Like you yep. like, I'm not doing that. Yep. I'm going to be there. Or you're going to do fall into the same patterns. Yes. Yes. And I love that you're like, okay, you know, I knew my dad was working. I understood mm -hmm. it, but I'm going to be there for I my I want to be present. Yes. Yeah. I yes. love it. I think that is so good. So we're about to play the game. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? So we call this game Figure It The Fuck Out because okay. as a CEO, we always have to figure it the fuck out. Now. Like it is always. Now. So I'm going to choose a scenario. Okay. And then you're going to answer it. Okay. Immediately. Like okay. whatever comes to your head. Okay. So you just fired your assistant <laughs> and you check your credit card statement and realize she stole $50,000 mm -hmm. from your account. What's next? I'm calling police on that bitch. <laughs> Straight up. I'm filing a police report, calling the police. Like I got the pull up. Girl, I'm showing up to your house. I'm calling you because you probably ain't going to answer because you yeah. know you stole from okay. me, right? No, definitely. I am following, not street code, but yeah. I am doing, because I have something to live for, yes, right? Yes. So I have to think about everything I can potentially lose yes. before I shoot your ass. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I was saying, it's a different <clears throat> answer for her 500 right. and turquoise. <laughs> Oh, I might pull up. Oh, look, pulling up like, no, the fuck she didn't. But no, I, I, I would follow. I, I would sue her. Yeah. Girl, I would do everything because I'm getting my money back. Yeah. And because it's the principle, a lot of times it's not about the money. It's about the principle. And you really thought you was going to get away with stealing 50000 from me? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to show you. Right. Yeah. I got something for you. I got something for you, ma'am. <laughs> Miss Mama. Ma'am, whoever. <laughs> yes, I love it. So, like we said, being a CEO is being very, giving very much ghetto. Mm -hmm. And you're a mom, you're a wife, you're running these businesses, but you are also that girl. Oh. Okay. Say it again. Yeah, yeah. Listen, bad girl. <laughs> so, what would you um, the last advice to someone that is feeling all this pressure, mm -hmm. right? Like, think about you two years ago. Mm -hmm. That pressure that you had of being the perfect wife, being mm -hmm. the perfect mom, running these businesses, mm -hmm. not letting this stuff fail. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that person that's feeling that right now? I would tell them that it's okay to cry. 
I would tell them that it's okay to ask for help. Mm. I, I would realistically, because that's one thing I didn't do. I didn't ask for help because I didn't know how. Mm. I feel like, you know, I'm turquoise. I've been here. I could do all of yes. this. When realistically, if I had the proper help, mm-hmm. like if I would have implemented a nanny, yeah. if I would have implemented a housekeeper. We yeah. had our same housekeeper since 2018. She with us today. Mm. You know what I mean? If I would have proper prepared, but like I said, nobody could help me. Nobody yeah. was in the same realm as us. So I would just realistically, because pressure is going to come, yes. like it, it's just going to come. It's inevitable, but it's how you respond to it. Yes. And I just feel like a lot of, th- I wasn't vulnerable enough to say I need help mm-hmm. or to even cry a lot of the times, or even go to my, my significant other. If yes. you have one, you know yeah. what I mean? To just say, look, I can't do this. Right. I never told him. No, I never told him what I couldn't do. Mm. I just figured it the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. I just figured it out. So those are the things that I would say. It was just realistically, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be stressed out. It's okay to break down. But legitly, if you need for help, if you need help, ask for it. I love yeah. it. Y'all, y'all give it up for her. <laughs> Turquoise is back in the street. Y'all heard it first. Right. <laughs> I love it, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Ghetto CEO Podcast. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Listen, and get your Ghetto CEO merch, okay? Period. Head on to the site. All right. I love you guys, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Peace. <laughs>